Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the Direct Response Podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing Jason Forrest of the Forrest Performance Group where they unleash human performance. Jason, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. We are glad to have you. Let's go back in time a little bit and talk about a little, uh, how did you get started? Yeah, so basically I was a, I was a salesperson first, first been selling something pretty much my whole life, all the way from my father owns a jewelry store in Dallas to, uh, to retail clothing, to leasing apartments, to I was a financial advisor for Merrill Lynch to selling homes. And, um, and so there's actually this one opportunity where I went from salesperson to selling houses to a sales manager. And then, um, and then I quickly got promoted to be the, the head of national training for MDC Holdings, which is a Fortune 500 company. So I was head of all of their, uh, their sales training in the organization. And then about two years later, I realized that I couldn't push the envelope enough as an insider. And so I decided to, uh, to go off and create my own company uh, to the whole, the whole concept behind FPG is around unleashing human performance. And so the, the concept there is pretty, is a, is a pretty important concept because uh, most trained organizations, their main goal is to help people realize their potential. And what I mean by that is they'll go out and they'll, they'll do a one day event where they'll, you know, sell, sell their customers on, Hey, if you do this, if you think this way, then you can achieve these things. And so what we realize is that true training is actually to change behavior. And so what's different about us is that uh, we do the one-day event, but we quickly follow that up with a series of conference calls and videos and executive coaching and um, um, a follow-up strategies because if you actually want to unleash performance, first you have to learn the concepts and realize your potential, but then you have to apply the concepts in an experiential way. And you have to be coached by other people, coached from a culture perspective, um, and then and then come back and and and, and Talk about the, you know, the setbacks and the struggles that you're having with them. And through that experiential learning process, it's actually won us now three awards. So we actually just won uh, the, the top sales management development program in the world out of 40 countries. Um, we beat out um, every training organization out there. Plus, we beat out uh, companies like Marriott Vacation Club and Adobe and IBM. Uh, but it's because we have a program that actually changes behavior, which therefore actually changes the, uh, the results and gets the pay raises and the profitability that companies are looking for. That is absolutely incredible. Um, you've had, I mean, the short version, of, I mean, that was a short answer. I'm sure the long answer is, should fill one of your books if it hasn't already. How, uh, what do you wish you knew when you started that you know now? You know, I, I think when I first started, I was, I was more of a push style trainer than a pull style trainer. And what I mean by that is I would go out there and I, I was very frustrated 
that, you know, people would complain and have all these alibis, but they just wouldn't do the things that I asked them to do. And uh, I probably came across a little bit shaming. You know, I, I probably came across that, that uh, you're, you're not enough if you can't figure this thing out. And, you know, I had, a, I had a breakthrough a few years back where I was actually watching this Brene Brown uh, TED Talk. And um, Brene Brown was, was, had this TED Talk at the very end. She said, you know, when I can say I am enough, I start listening and I stop screaming. And immediately that, just, that, that one line really changed my life. And, and I realized that the reason why people uh, don't do the things that, we, that they need to do in order to achieve the results they need to achieve is because they just don't believe they're enough. Uh, they, they, and when, when you don't believe you're enough, you scream in the form of alibis and you don't listen in the form of coaching. And so at, at that moment, I really changed my, my business practice and I created a new preframe. The preframe was that technically everyone is enough and everyone is born enough. Everyone is born perfect. Uh, but what happens is throughout life, they're told things by their parents, by their friends, by their teachers, that in order to become perfect, they have to do certain things or achieve certain things or marry a certain way. And so what we do is our whole idea about unleashing performance is actually removing the rules that holds people back from achieving their uh, their success. And so uh, we actually have a vision at FPG, and that's to convince 100,000 people they're enough by 2023. And really, it's just an, it's an ongoing vision that everyone I meet, you know, I want to convince that they're enough. I want to convince that, you know, again, on day one, they're perfect. And all they need to do is let go of the rules that are holding them back. And those rules, you know, it's, it's rules are pretty obvious to see when you see them in, in personal life, for example. Like, so, you know, if, you, if we've ever met a person, maybe you've met a person before that's a good friend of yours that's dated a thousand people but hasn't found the one. You know, when you go and ask them, you know, so why did the last person not make it? Well, you know, they weren't religious enough. Okay, how about the one before that? Well, they were too religious. How about the one before that? Well, they were too into family. How about the one before that? Well, they weren't in family enough. Or they were too career-oriented or not career-oriented enough. Or they were too into me or not into me enough. And what's interesting is that the people who are really the, the most unhappy are the people that have so many rules, that have too many rules. You think of the in any area of our life, our personal or professional life, our career you know, our personal relationships, our health, our wealth. You know, if you look at the area that you're most fulfilled in is the area that you have the least amount of rules versus the area that you are the least fulfilled in is the one that you have the most rules. And so a big thing that we do is we work with the, the mental psychology side of it as well as the behavioral side of it. Because, you know, right now people will only achieve the level they believe is possible for them to achieve in a given circumstance. And so we go out there and we teach both the behaviors, the techniques, the mechanics on how to be successful. But we spend a lot of our time really unleashing people on the rules side of it. So why would a person not do this and really work with them on, on removing those fears and those alibis and excuses in order to achieve the success they want to achieve? Absolutely. What do you like best about your business? Yeah, you know, I think the thing I like best about my business is, is uh, you know, probably the, the obvious answer is just really seeing the the success of driving profit through our through the people through our clients. I mean that's a big thing that I even say whenever I I talk to a uh, a prospect is I say look our purpose is is to is to drive profitability through your people. Now we do that through our award winning behavioral change program and our experiential learning system, and we do that through our coaching and through our 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 mechanics and our training and our follow-up and everything we do, but when it's all said and done, if we are not driving profit through our, through your people, then you should fire us, you know, or we'll find a way to make it to, to change. And so I, I would say the thing that I enjoy the most is just, you know, we're, we're in every industry now. I mean, we've got the number one Rolls Royce dealership in the world, the number two car dealership in the U S we have the 17th largest furniture store. We've got, 
you know, the 10th largest home builder. We've got the number one uh, um, um, funeral service company in the world. We've got the, uh, the number one um, uh, commercial um, engineering company in the world. I mean, so we're in all these. We have a restaurant. We just start, start up with a restaurant. So I think a lot of what, what I really enjoy is, is regardless of the industry that I'm in, you know, we just signed four new banks, is that they, they all have very similar struggles. They, have, they, all, they all have a lot of regulation. They have a lot of rules that are holding them back. And so a big thing I really enjoy is, is getting into a new industry, learning the new industry, learning their language, and, and then figuring out, okay, if we can apply these concepts but then customize them to their industry and to their specific challenges, you know, really seeing, you know, the change in the, in the profitability. But the biggest thing that's really cool is that most of the time our clients will say, you know, after a few months even, they'll say, hey, you know, what's great about you is we definitely are increasing sales, increased productivity, increased profitability in our, in our company. But the thing that's really cool is that we're creating a better place to work. You know, people truly want to be here versus have to be here. Um, it's creating a better teammate and type environment, a better culture, a better cadence. You know, to me, that's probably the coolest thing is that, you know, 85% of all employees based on Gallup research are, are called retired on active duty. They're actually called road warriors, retired on active duty. And what that means is they have to be there. You know, they're there to collect a paycheck, but they're not there to contribute to something greater than, than them. And so to me, you know, that's, it's really cool to work with these companies and help, in, you, know, you know, unite their people where they actually want to be there. That is awesome. What, I mean, you've achieved so many great results for so many clients. What do you attribute your success to? Uh, I, I would say, I, again, I would say that, that main, the main premise there is that, that everyone is perfect on day one and that, that all human beings are great. All human beings can achieve any level of success that they desire. Um, that, you know, we believe that anyone can master our processes and products, not just some. Um, I mean, and that's a big difference. A lot of times, you know, training organizations come out, you know, will come and work with an organization and they'll say, you know, some of you are going to get this and some of you are not. And, you know, when they, when they, when they start off with that belief system that, you know, it'd be like, it'd be like if you had a child, you know, and I have two kids, one, one that's eight and one that's six. And my, you know, the math teacher told us that, hey, some of you are not going to be able to get math, you know, or some of you are not going to be able to get reading. I mean, that's, that's kind of a, a cop out because it creates what's called a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset. And what ends up happening is you're always looking for signs or clues or cues that this one person's not going to get it. And so, so to us, I mean, the big thing that I would say is probably the most important thing that we attribute our success to is that, is that we just really have a growth mindset. We believe that, that any human being um, can learn the right strategies in order to be successful at the level they want to be successful. So what I mean by that is I believe all human beings are hardwired for success. So, for example, if a person's been laid off from five jobs in five years, they're successful. They're successful at knowing the exact outcome and strategy in order to be laid off five times in five years. So in order to change that for someone, you know, you have to help them realize that if you if you want a different result, a different measure of success, then you need to you know, you need to have a different outcome of what success is for you. And so that's probably a big thing that, that separates from everyone else is that, you know, we go out there and just. We tell them, look, anyone can be successful and you are already successful. But if you if you if you're currently selling, you know, if you're currently selling at a level that's making you one hundred thousand dollars a year and you want to make two hundred thousand dollars a year. Well, well, you're going to have to do you're going to have to have a different outcome and you're going to have to change your process and your strategy in order to do that. And that's all success is just a series of of patterns or processes to achieve a certain outcome. And so we just have to help people and kind of guide them on on changing that outcome. Absolutely. with all the success you've achieved and the amazing results you've gotten, what what is your biggest challenge now? Now, 
You know, I, I think the biggest challenge is, is probably like a lot of organizations. This, you know, once you've kind of arrived, I mean, what we, you know, we achieved this, this, um, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, I got, I got the uh, number one sales educator in the world um, in 20, 2014, I believe it was. And then in 2015, we got the, the number one sales management development program in the world. And so I think the biggest thing is just, is just how do we uh, sustain that? How do we constantly grow? Because just because we won it one year, it doesn't mean that we're going to win it again. You know, we got to constantly innovate and constantly improve. I mean, just even look at Jordan Spieth. I mean, Jordan Spieth, you know, won the Masters last year, but he came second place this year. And, you know, it's, that's the hardest challenge for anyone is, you know, once I've arrived, how do I continue to grow? How do I continue to learn and become better than I was yesterday and not just say, all right, I've won it once and now I'm, and now I'm done? Absolutely. You mentioned working in so many different industries. How do you stay on top of all of that? How do you balance that information overload to be on top of what's going on in the trends and the technology and all those different spaces? Well, that's just a commitment that we make. So anytime we get into a new industry, I mean, we really immerse ourselves. And uh, in our organization, we, we've, we've got, um, I've got obviously several coaches that work for me and that work for our company. And they're the ones that are the account managers for a certain account. So, for example, we, just, we decided to get into banking. And so we closed a couple of um, banks right now and actually four different banks that work with the, the tellers and the, you know, the, um, the commercial lenders and the residential lenders. And, and so the first thing I said is I said, guys, let's, we got to make sure that we're intimate with that industry. And so we immediately, you know, went on Amazon and we bought all the books, um, that have to do that industry. And we read all the, you know, we read all the books about them and just really just making sure that we totally immerse ourselves in that industry. So we know, you know, we know the language. I mean, the, the, the strategy on how to achieve success in banking is not any different than how to do it in home building or how to do it in cars or how to do it in furniture, but you just have to learn the language because if you don't know the language, of how they say certain things, then they'll tune you out. And so a big thing that we do is just making sure that we understand the language, we understand their industry so that, you know, they can, they can listen to what we're, what we're, what we're asking them to do. That makes a that lot makes of sense. sense. What do you what? read every month? You know, I would say I probably read um, more probably psychological books than I do anything else. I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm really into the, you know, Brene Brown books, Daring Greatly, and, and Byron Katie book, uh, which is uh, called Loving What Is. I mean, I'm really into books that have to do with a higher level of thinking and really changing our consciousness. Uh, so, for example, uh, David Hawkins and The Power Versus Force about how, you know, we all have these, these, these different levels of consciousness inside of us. And how do we raise our consciousness to, to create, you know, something greater? Um, how do we influence that in other people? You know, how do we, um, you know, become cultures of higher consciousness to what I call above the line thinking. And so I, I would say, I mean, I read a lot of that, of that, that type of stuff. A lot of, um, you know, like uh, the book by Bruce Lipton on uh, the biology of belief, you know, um, that, you know, that, that one of the things that he teaches in that book is that, that um, he's actually proven all the stuff that we believe in, the self-help guys that, you know, believe in that if you, you know, if you think it, you will become it. Well, he actually has proven on a molecular level that that you you actually can influence your your biology just by changing your thoughts and changing you know how you feed yourself mentally and physically. And so that kind of stuff to me really um, you know it, one it encourages me, but it's just it's great to know that because you know uh, the biggest thing I'm trying to do is always trying to influence people's behavior. And so a lot of people you know you you tell them hey do these things and you'll be successful and they'll do it. But there's a lot of other people that are more skeptics, and so they need the evidence to back it up. And so I'm always looking for, you know, I need more evidence to prove 
that, that they are enough to prove that they can change, they can grow, they can improve. And so that's probably a big, probably my, my, my biggest area I like to, I like to study is more of that, uh, more of how the mind works, the biology, the neuroscience side, side of it. Absolutely. That makes a lot of sense. What, um, who is an ideal client for you? Uh, you know, I mean, honestly, really any, I mean, we, 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 um, I mean, any organization that truly desires to be, uh, to, to drive human capital. So to drive profit through their people, you know, any organization who is not happy with, you know, their current level of productivity is, is really our ideal client. I mean, but with that, I mean, they have to work work at a certain level for us because, again, the, the biggest thing that, that separates us from everyone else is that, you know, we're going to be a partner with you and, and we're going to work you. Um, I actually have month-to-month contracts with my clients. I mean, even our uh, Fortune 500 companies, I mean, I'm, I'm on an insider trading blacklist of one of my publicly traded companies, and we're, we're partners with them. And, and, and you know, we, we require them to do a lot of things that other people aren't going to require as a consultant for them. Um, and so, you know, I, I would say... One, you have to desire to be great, but two, you have to really desire to put forth the effort. And a lot of organizations, they just want to like, you know, check training off their list. And so they'll have a training budget and they'll say, okay, you know, come in for the annual conference and rally our troops and get them excited. Or, you know, um, here's a line item in the budget. I want them to be a part of this, uh, but they're not going to be a part of it themselves. And so, you know, really the, the, the clients that we're killing it with right now, like we have a furniture store, Art Van Furniture, that was up $75 million last year and selling more more electronics and mattresses and furniture. Wow. Um, but it's because they were committed. You know, they were committed to, you know, to transforming their 300 store managers um, into coaches and really doing the program all the way from Mr. Art Van himself. I mean, he was, he was in there and he was learning the stuff and he was, he was believing it and he was supporting it. And, and so because of that, you know, it worked for them. And, but a lot of organizations, we actually fire a couple of clients a year just because, you know, they just don't want to do the work. So, um, so that's, that's real. I would say that's my ideal client, the ones that, again, they're, they're committed to, to performing at a higher level. And what is the first step you would want them to take? First thing I want them to take? The first step you want them to take to engage with you. Um, do they do, do they go to your website? Do they read a book? Do they talk to you? How does that work? Yeah. Yeah. So if, if, yeah, so, so to engage with us, I mean, I definitely would, you know, Check out our website at, at Forrest, F-O-R-R-E-S-T-P-G, P is in performance, G is in group.com. Definitely sign up for our newsletters. I mean, the, one of the biggest things that, that um, you know, we can do for you is we actually offer customized webinars um, uh, as a complimentary customized webinar for any of our uh, potential clients just to, just, to, just to experience what we can offer you. So, for example, you can actually meet with, um, with Mary Adams, which is our head of sales, and you can, and she'll she'll tell you. She'll ask you, what's the one thing that's that's keeping you from performing at a higher level? You know, what is that one thing? Is it is it sales? Is it customer service? Is it culture? You know, what's a what's one thing? And then and then what she'll do is she'll actually do a customized webinar to actually experience the concepts and the ideas. Um, so we can pretty much talk about any of those areas again: sales, leadership, um, uh, customer service, uh, coaching. You know, any of that stuff. Hiring the you know, best practices on hiring. And so, so really, I would say definitely sign up for that. You know, to, so um, uh, check us check us out in that, that perspective. But then also, you know, our leadership sales coaching book, Transforms Manager to a Coach. Um, you know, to me, it's, it's really just a series of best practices. What I did is I took the preframe that what if the world's best coaches were running your company? So, for example, what if Jordan Spieth's coach or 
um, Serena Williams' coach or what if the head coach of the New England Patriots or the Seattle Seahawks or you know, what if your favorite coach was running your company, how would they run it differently? And so, so that was, that's actually the pre-frame of the book that I wrote, uh, Leadership Sales Coaching, Transforming Manager to a Coach. And so I definitely would check that out as well. And you'll, you'll, you'll definitely get some best practices on how, to, on how to do that for your own organization. Great recommendations. Fascinating interview. I've got tons of notes. I'm sure our listeners do too. Um, what, else, what, do you want, what else do you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? Yeah, I think I think the big you know the big thing that people have to have to realize is again on day one they're perfect, and they have to, they have to ask themselves on a constant basis you know what is holding me back from being great, you know what is holding me back from doing the things that I'm afraid of doing, uh, like so for example one of the things we say on the sales side a lot is that you know people ask us well you know can can everyone learn how to sell and I said well yeah because selling is a human being thing. You know, selling is a survival skill like, you know, like, um, um, like, you know, feeding yourself and procreation. I mean, it's the same thing. It's just the problem is and the reason why I say that is because give me any introverted person and then and you ask the parent at what age did that introverted child, you know, convince you to stay up later when, when, you, when you told them no or convince you to give them candy when you told them no. And, and the answer is as soon as they could start talking, you know, so every human being can sell. But the question is, what's kept you from doing it at this moment? Well, it's probably because you've got programming that's it's dirty or it's manipulative or it's something I shouldn't do. And so, you know, I, I think the big thing that that I, I think everyone should challenge themselves on a daily basis is, you know, is 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 why do I not do the things that I'm supposed to be doing? Why am I not a better leader? Why am I not coaching my people? You know, why am I not a better parent or father or mother or husband or wife? You know, what's keeping me from doing these things? What are the rules that's holding me back? And I would list those rules out, and then I would start questioning those belief systems. So anything you want more of in your life, you want to create statements of affirmation. Anything you want to get rid of in your life that's a limiting belief, you want to create questions around. You actually want to weaken things that are holding you back, and you want to strengthen things that are moving you forward. And again, questions weaken and statements uh, strengthen. Okay, awesome advice, amazing interview. This has been Seth Green with Jason Forrest of Forrest, F-O-R-R-E-S-T-P-G.com, Forrest Performing Groups. Human Performance Unleashed. Jason, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.